We're live. We're live. Start the music. I don't want to talk over the music. Welcome to the All DJ About Nothing podcast. The views expressed on this program are the opinions of the hosts. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show on Twitter at A-N underscore pod or at theallaboutnothing.com. You can email the show at theallaboutnothing.com. You may also call and leave the show a message at 8036720533. Thank you for listening. Oh, that is never going to get old, is it? <laughs> you might be next, man. That, that might be 20533. And then, see, I, and then I go and hit buttons. We'll just start it over again. You know what? You know what we're going to do? No, we're just going to start again. We're just going to start again. That's what we're going to do. We're okay. going to start it again. Let's do that again. We all talked over it. Ooh, you I, see DJ welcome to the All About Nothing podcast. The, the views expressed on this program are the opinions of the hosts. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show on Twitter at A-N underscore pod or at theallaboutnothing.com. You can email the show at theallaboutnothing.com. You may also call and leave the show a message at 8036720533. Thank you for listening. Honestly, I, I that's that's probably the most appropriate thing to do. You just get a, you just get to redo it over and over again. I can think of nothing better. DJ, bring that back, man. Guys, drop that <laughs> intro one more time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome to the All About Nothing podcast. Barrett Gruber, Trent Clark, Zach King here. It has been, uh, seriously, one crazy week. Uh, I, I honestly, the weirdest of the weird. I don't, I don't even really know how to react to everything because, it, I mean, look, we were on Tuesday and we did, we did sort of a pre-debate thing where Trent and Zach yelled at each other over football. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Guys, sorry, sorry, guys. We, there's a lot we of need to take it look, there. Look, there's a yeah, lot. Of, well, there's we were not going to say that F word tonight. <laughs> no, there, there was a lot of there's a Wait, lot. What's of, the F word? <laughs> foosball. Fuzzy nuts? Can it be fuzzy nuts? That's the <laughs> yeah, F word we we'll always say. Motherfucker, fuzzy. Look, there was. <laughs> I, I will fully admit there is a lot of passion uh, going on with college football right now, considering that. Uh, you know, look, my fantasy football league almost suffered this week from this debacle of Pittsburgh and the Titans, and as well as New England and uh, Kansas City. So it's it, it. Look, this this is the reality. This is the reality of what's going on during this COVID period. And honestly, I fully expect it to go downhill. I mean, we have Canada right now, at least Montreal, uh, Quebec. They are in complete shutdown right now. There are other countries across Europe that are in complete shutdown right now. Our president is literally in the hospital because of COVID. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of that um, here tonight um, as well as... Well, and just just to chip in on it, Barrett, uh, when we went to the uh, F word, fantasy F word, oh. uh, <laughs> I, we had already spoke about it, but I also, having Patrick Mahomes... And Tyreek on my hill. Tyreek Hill. I thought you were trying to say Tyreek on your and hill. Two, my quarterback and my and, yeah. and I had QB one and wide receiver one yeah. be out. So I went ahead and put in Tom Brady and Tom Brady came through with 38 points. Yeah, he, he, he came Tom on Tom Brady, man. 
He yeah. doesn't get 38 points on the regular. It's 40, That's Tom Brady, man. It's 45-year-old Tom Brady, though. But, again, I'm, I'm just going to put, me. I'm just gonna put this out me. there. Hey, you see LeBron, year 17. <laughs> you see LeBron, year 17, man. Yeah, so, so do the Nuggets. Come on, the I greats, just, the man. Nugget, the the old, Nuggets saw LeBron The older you are, man. I just, I'm just gonna say this. Are. I'm just gonna say this about LeBron. I, I think his off the court, um, uh, charitableness and his responsibilities that he has off the court are incredible. I hate watching mm. LeBron play basketball. I, it looks awful. I, I have never seen anyone more. I mean, I get it's basketball, but it's almost like I'm watching soccer. There is so much drama in this basketball yeah. th- this season. He gets I, so pissy. It is it is like a child screaming that he's not getting his way, and it's like I have to remind myself, you know what? But that's the game. Uh, that's the see, game. They it, made it safer. It you got to think. Look, okay, look, Brad, the way you feel about that, I feel about football. Because look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a defensive back. Legitimately, look, I am a defensive back. That's what I play. So whenever they made the game safer for wide receivers to come sure. across, like headshots, sure. That used to be a thing. Oh, yeah. like, that's what we used to like to do. That's what we used to. And once they start protecting the quarterback, it's like football's not the same. Yeah, I agree. You got to look at Tom Brady, like LeBron James. That's how you got to look at it because they got to protect the investment. And that's, at the end of the day, that's all they're doing. And ultimately, I think that's why Tom Brady has lasted as long as he has is because they have put so many, especially with the NFL and their love for Tom Brady. But I mean, just in general, like look, Tom Brady's not going any place without a line. Yeah, exactly. It has to have a line first. Yeah. It, for him to even step foot. He's like, what's your offensive line look like first before I make that's, this yeah. decision? That's easy though. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, you gotta, it is. You got to ask where the money comes in. That's where the money comes in. Well, like offensive line, offensive lineman is like the number one picks like every year, like every other year or something. No, they're they're not. like one. Of the, they're like the top. They're the, like they're like the top players they get picked, other than quarterbacks. The offensive uh, line, O, o- You don't know their names till they do something wrong. That's true. Like, until they oh, get God. drafted, <laughs> you like who did they take? <laughs> well, last week, last week, what, what who was it? The right tackle. Or, or guard or whatever for uh, Kansas City came out and caught a touchdown pass. He's the first first That's round draft pick to come catch a touchdown pass. See what I'm saying? Offensive lineman, man, it's a whole new ball game now. Man. It had been like 13 years since he was drafted, though. It was ridiculous. Ryan yeah, it's 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 definitely um it, it has it has definitely made. I don't know. It's definitely made football and basketball. There's there there is so much more drama involved, and it it, it, it pains me. Like, I I would I would honestly I would sit there and probably watch uh watch the NBA finals right now. And I have I've I've watched some of it, but mostly I'm watching it through uh through recaps because honestly it's just it's so difficult. Lakers in five. Lakers think so? in five. Lakers in five. They're gonna get you know, one game. This is kind of it's it's kind of like playing like a, a you know back in the day when you would go to the arcade and put your quarters in and the screen would blink mm. and you're playing like space invaders sure. and you hope that wherever the screen when it comes back on that's where your <laughs> ship is that's what yeah. doing fantasy right now is all about like or playing oh, yeah, ball right. in general it's like covid who's going to be in tomorrow cam newton has coronavirus right. well now the whole game is suspended and players from kansas city and new england have tested positive and now Why why do y'all think? Why do y'all think Michael Jordan has gotten the DraftKings man? He knew stuff was gonna get implemented. Bro, he knew things was gonna change up. Like, is he part of on, the? Uh, is he part yeah, of the Illuminati? He bought in. No. He's bought in. 
He's it's because Jordan, Kings. Because Jordan just bets on everything. He's this he, is true. He, this he, is true. And that's, and that's scary <laughs> for him to have a part of the whole betting. No, it's not scary. He's yes, just literally like what you have control would, over it. He has a problem. Control. He would he take the problem. team to Taco Bell and give everybody the bomberito. And, and he just got a NASCAR. First. That is, that My, is uh, true. Jordan just got that a NASCAR. Is. What do you mean? He He's on top of this betting thing, man. You're not understanding. He, he's a betaholic. He, he, yes, he, that's smart. I'm sure, I'm sure well, he owns ultimately, dogs and horses. Ultimately, for his children, it's not going to be smart because eventually the house does eventually win. And, and but, Jordan will have to rely on – you know the money he it's, made in college to uh, to support his and kids. See, yeah. that's the difference between Jordan and uh, what the high rollers do. Because he has if you watch, the, if you watch the, no, no, if you, <laughs> that and also if you watch the documentary, remember the Jordan documentary that they did, the last one, the Last Dance. I watched it. Jordan was life. not only betting with the highest of high; he was actually betting with the people that works for the arena. Like mm-hmm. he's like. <laughs> He would bet with the players that he know that made fifty thousand dollars a year, and like, hey, like, like Jordan, you just came from betting like a hundred thousand over here. Why are you betting with the dollar games? He's like, I want your money in my pocket. I don't care what money it is. So he might lose on the low end table, but he's so, on the. <laughs> Michael Jordan's an asshole and has an addiction. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's called gambling. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's he, what I'm he, saying. I mean, it's it's Michael Jordan, but he definitely would. He he would he, he would bet he would bet on the day his mother dies like, like that's the kind of guy he is it's a slap in the face because they literally just dropped the documentary this year and the, the him coming with DraftKings just happened after that and like yo you they just told you he had a gambling problem so y'all give the person with gambling <laughs> problem uh, in control of gambling and you know what? everybody remembers when gamble uh uh DraftKings was that ad that got popping up on Facebook or Twitter oh, or whatever. For sure. And you're like, if you don't get this mm. bullshit out of my I'm face. I'm telling you, bro, they was like, yo, come and on. And then now it's become like, oh, you want to bet? <laughs> DraftKings will give you a thousand dollars to come yeah, bet. Because we know you about to lose it. And also and put just, your put your credit card number here first before we give you well, this thousand dollars. And look at this. <laughs> DraftKings DraftKings can have the internet, but now the White Sox, right, have their own gambling area within the stadium. Mm. So when you next year, hopefully, if you can go to a White Sox game, That's you scary. get to bet you get to bet in the stadium. Go to there, get a drink, place your bets. Just like, that's horse, like horse That's like horse racing. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say that's like horse racing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'll just. It's I, a downfall, downfall of assault. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, this is a rabbit hole. I, while I don't, well, look, I, I'm, I'm not saying I don't gamble. I, 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 I don't gamble on sports because I just feel like that's just insane. There's, there's, that's stupid. I mean, ultimately, there's, there's so many variables, and, and I'm, it's not controllable. So my, my, my gambling is pretty much done on the blackjack table, and because, mm-hmm. because I, I know the variables. I, I know, you know, I know, I, I know how many people are playing on the table with me. I know what the house has. You know, I know, I know how every everything's running and, and going that's but blackjack is literally the only game i'll play so that and honestly that's like why i won't even take i will not take a cruise unless the cruise ship has a a casino if the blackjack cruise ship blackjack. yeah if it doesn't have a if it doesn't have a casino that's then scary that, that's the only reason because i'll go i'll go on a cruise and i'll spend as soon as we cross international waters i'll spend the first six hours of the trip Sitting at the blackjack table, making all the money back to pay for the cruise and to pay for drinks. So that's uh, that's. But why do you say? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean after that? 
Barrett just made it seem like he's that good at blackjack. I'm pretty good at blackjack. That he goes, all right, y'all go have fun. I'm going to go sit at the tables and get what I paid for this trip back out. This is this is the is case. It, it, am I hearing you right, Barrett? That is exactly the case. I will not oh, go on okay. a cruise unless I know I can oh. go and play the table in order to make the money for the cruise. I won't hey, do it. Let me ask you a real question. I'm not going to... Let me ask you a non-incriminating question. Are you a car number knower? <laughs> are you say are you asking so you if I count card cards? Counter? No, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's not it's, it's it's so it's it's not necessarily about counting the cards. It's more about being observant about um what and 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 your seat choice. It's it's about knowing and mm. and recognizing what cards are coming out as as they're getting closer to you. Um, you know, I mean, th- there's still variables involved and it's, it's, you know, even counting cards isn't always going to give you a win, but you potentially, if you're paying attention to all of the cards that are coming, then you have a better chance of, uh, playing the odds and knowing what your, uh, what, what your card, what you're going to be dealt. So this, you know, right. There's a difference between situational awareness. Yeah. I mean, but I went to and... Vegas. Go ahead. Say what you're saying. No, the difference between situational and awareness and hyper intellect, where you can actually count yeah. everyone's cards and understand who's being yeah. playing play. It's situational and awareness being like, well, if he just played jacks and this one, like you yeah. can do faces and know what a deck holds. Yeah, that's not hard. Yeah, that's. Just, I mean, but like that's I being said, a good player. Vegas, they change it out like every fucking every like. I want to say like five hands. I think I was at the table, and every time they just had a new deck ready to go. Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, but after like, after but after a hand, after a hand, you're done. You, it's it's yeah. back to square mm-hmm. zero. Right. Everybody's back it's, to zero. It's you're done. So each hand yeah. to understand the hands, that's fine. But you're still taking a gamble on thinking you it's understand always, the hands. It's always still a gamble. I just, I just, I look. That's like playing but, craps and putting putting you know ten on black and ten on red. It's gonna come up black or red, you know. So, you know, yeah. it, you're just right. you're just playing the odds. That's fifty fifty. Okay. So, well, I'll, I'll say this out loud. Before, we do need to move on, but my favorite game to gamble and bet on, especially with a partner, is spades. Spades <laughs> is spades. I love spades. Trent, you with me? I'm with you on that. I can. Let's if you want to be my partner, any let's go. Yes, trades, brother. Man, I'm, I'm a down. partner man. Do we do okay. this? All right. So Trent and I spades. We're gonna do that live. We need yes. to do that live. We'll have like a tilt the oh, camera man, have thing. A spades concert. All of us on there. Oh. oh. If if the viewers at home, put that. We, be we need, mine. If the viewers at home, we need are a recognizing, <laughs> That'll be a Patreon goal. We haven't run out of things to talk about. <laughs> we. We, we, we're just kind of maybe avoiding reality a little. <laughs> Honestly, we're giving y'all some content. I think we're giving you some content. The reality is, need. the reality is what sucks. Uh, so, all right. So, moving on. Um, first, yeah. let me just say the the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by Zach Williams, certified massage therapist at the White Knoll Chiropractic and Wellness Center. Uh, Zach is a veteran of the United States Army and is a very attentive. Uh, he is very attentive to his patients. 
their health and their well-being. Appointments are available by calling 803-727-4520. And as a special to our listeners and viewers, uh, mention that you heard this ad, and Zach will give you 25% discount on your first appointment. That's 25% off your first appointment. Just mention the code All About Nothing. Again, appointments are available. White Knoll Chiropractic and Wellness uh, in Red Bank. Give Zach a call to schedule an appointment, 803-727-4520. So, look, we watched the debate. Uh, We did not do a reaction to the debate, but we did do a reaction to the lead-up to the debate. And I I think most of us in our head probably had some idea of how exactly it was going to go. Um, Did we – I'll just say this for mine. I I did not think – first of all, honestly – this is I was going to not watch. I was going to turn it off and I was just going to go to bed. But I I made the mistake. I, I pulled up Facebook and I saw some comments from people like this is ridiculous. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, you know what? Just let me watch a couple minutes of it and let's see how it goes. I turned it on and could not stop watching it. And I did not fall asleep until almost one o'clock Tuesday. It uh, was Wednesday morning. TV. Because I oh, was, it was so it was angry. It was must-see. Everybody had to hour. see mm-hmm. and understand mm-hmm. who the two dudes that are trying to run your company and you're trying to run your country. Is. I was so... That was like... A, in, like I was I'd go so to be- angry. I'd take, I had to take a Xanax. I was embarrassed. I was I was ashamed. I said, this is it. This is... This is what we have going on right now. I watched it for an hour and I looked at Gabrielle and I said, apparently it still goes on for like another hour and a half. I said, I have to go. And then I, I'm, I, I, I can't. And then Bear, we were thinking about being on here while it was oh, on. Here. If we would have, like, if we would have all stood on here, we would have been looking at each other like, yeah, <laughs> it would have been, it, it would have been, been us shocked. just screaming into cameras and microphones, just Look, like, and and I'm I, like the good old boys. <laughs> I even I even thought about pulling some clips to to put on the show, but like I listened to several of them, and and as I was listening to them, I was like, you can't tell even what the clip is about. You can't tell anything that's going on in it. All you hear is Biden being asked a question, and then or Chris Wallace asking a question between the two of them, and and Trump would answer his with not an no. answer and then and then biden no. would try to answer and trump would interrupt and it was i mean look and, and I, part of me wants to just say you know what it was a victory for biden because trump showed exactly who he is but i gotta be completely honest i feel like it was a victory i feel like it was just as much a victory for trump because his supporters no. don't want to see him answer questions there was with an no, honest answer there was no winners in they don't they don't want to see any sort of like never policy of expressed of, a group of people that never want to hear what their president has to say it's no i never not. understand it i'm like it's like they all know it's like they're like yo he's gonna tell me once he gets off of this stage he's gonna call my phone personally and let me know what's going on and what's he gonna do for us. i don't even know like, i'm it. not understanding how can how can you feel that secure with a president like that like you can't be secure there's he, no way when he like so some of the takeaways you know i and and people think this is I'm sure that there are people out there that that are that are you know so gung ho Trump that when when Chris Wallace asked him to denounce white supremacy and he wouldn't do it, nope. I don't I don't feel like anyone should be shocked by that. Like, the, the, did you guys feel like that was an opportunity that he was going to take advantage of? That he would have been like, you know what? I mean, yeah. I felt like he could have. He could have. I, I, I literally that, was that like, would have. I that thought closed I the thought gap that for him. Was, yeah. 
that would that's your time. Like, like if you want yeah. the if you want the undecided people, that's like, hey, I've been a Republican all my life, but I really don't like what you're doing right yeah. now. That would have been able to get that, back. those people right back on his side. But he was like, yo, he could he he at the sure. very least could could have said, I <laughs> condemn sure. racism and of that's what any type. Said. Yeah, I don't like that. racism at all. It's, white nationalist night white white supremacy included in that i don't like any kind of racism period no he goes what do you want me to call them i don't know how to call them and joe biden's are like proud boys and he's like proud boys stand back and stand by right and now the proud boys what's like, the craziest yeah, shit the president Let's That's first of all i want to say round them up like that. that i want to say i that's, fully that's believe that that was probably the one thing that re he rehearsed more than anything else in his debate prep was stand by or stand back mm-hmm. and stand by because that was almost the only thing that came out yeah. the most clear I feel like because he knew that somebody that that at one at some point Chris Wallace was going to ask about racism or white supremacy or for him to denounce a group or whatever, Trump knew if he got them which is to crazy him, yeah, that it took course. that long. But if Trump knew that if he got them to to bring up white supremacy, he knew that if he could say something like "Give me a name, tell me which group you want me to do it," and then and then Biden named Proud Boys and said Proud Boys like three or four times. And then Trump just said, you know what? All right, Proud Boys. Sure. Uh, just for those Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Like, that's not. What, what, I mean, all, but Biden should have said the KKK, man. Let's well, be real. <laughs> let's let's put something we can stamp on. They don't know about, everybody don't really no, know the he, Proud Boys like I didn't. that. Until, until Tuesday night, I didn't know what the Proud Boys you, were. You should absolutely know the Proud Boys like that. Like, the, those are the guys who are out there that are going to, like, you go like, who are you voting for? They're like Biden. They're like, we're gonna beat you up now. Those are those people. Really? Those are those guys that will literally fight regular people for just saying like, yeah, Trump. I don't like Trump at all. Well, fuck you, bam! Like, gonna go fight you for it. So they will do that. So they are legitimately and, and the guy who an organization. It, <sighs> they're legitimately yeah, an organization. The guy who started it. Out of where? Where's he from? And again, while I don't agree with uh, uh, everything that Joe Rogan has on his podcast, he's had the guy who started it. And he goes, "Well, I started. I started a gang. I started a gang called the Proud Boys." Mm. Yeah, uh, hell, and dude, there's videos out there. He goes, "I'm advocating violence. Absolutely. If you don't think like I do, then I'm gonna go fight you." That's wow. exactly like there is. Go search it now. I wish I could remember his damn name. It's not worth the space in my mind to remember his name because he's such a piece of shit. But he wants the Proud Boys to go out there and fight people. Wow. For 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 not agreeing with them. Another one of the things that it, Trump. It is it is the most. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I was just gonna say another one of the things that that no, really so made was, me it, uncomfortable with Trump's uh, debate. Uh, portion of his debate was the fact that um, he he made it seem as though he wanted his supporters to go out and stand uh, to make sure that all of the voting was legitimate, that that there wasn't any shenanigans going on or that that all of the. So in my head, it, what it sounds like is he is he is basically pushing for his most his his most adamant. Um, go ahead, Trent. Uh, his most adamant, um, uh, I guess, supporters to go and stand in the parking lot of polling places, probably with their guns, I'm assuming, 
And and that just, you know, that's just another form of intimidation. Like this president knows that he is on the verge of losing an election and and losing it, you know, probably pretty handedly. I'm not I'm I don't necessarily Seemingly know so. that Trump is going to lose. I'm just saying it seems like maybe Trump believes that that's a potential outcome. And it feels like right. he right. is trying to you know, at this point, you know, the, the mail-in balloting thing is failing. I mean, he's he's losing that argument now because so many states have passed uh, uh, executive decisions or executive laws or executive whatever orders to uh, open up absentee balloting. South Carolina, anyone can vote absentee now. And actually, uh, I wrote it down, tomorrow is when absentee balloting will start. So absentee voting starts in South Carolina tomorrow. Um, people that haven't gotten their ballots yet in the mail – will begin receiving them tomorrow and on um it's it it but but like because he wasn't able to put a stop to that because they weren't able to derail the postal service completely you know there is now this push to have people stand oh going back to the x-ray um just letting you know okay everything okay gotta... okay um, all right no nope nope he's... Not a problem. Okay. All right. It's getting bad. All right, Trent. Trent, All right. we'll catch you next time. All right. Trent, All right. we'll talk to you later, sir. Thank you. All right. Um, so uh so we're gonna lose Trent, but um Trent's Trent's got some stuff going on that uh... right. and by the way, tr- tr- yeah, Trent Trent has some family stuff going on with the son. Everybody send your prayers, yeah. thoughts, hearts, everything out to him. Um yeah. with with him and uh what he's going through with his son. So Yeah. Um Good luck, Trent. Yeah. So, um, so legitimately, I think the only thing the president now has is the ability, or what he wants to do, is basically just inspire fear in what is going to actually be taking place at some of the polling places, and the potential of right. not having, uh, you know, if if you pull up into the poll into your polling precinct and you see five guys standing over there with AR-15s, uh, is is that something that you're going to be like? You're gonna just walk into your polling precinct, or are you gonna have some hesitation? I honestly well, think see, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm right there with you. I've um, Gabrielle's gonna, of course, we're about to have her baby in right. three weeks. <laughs> um, uh, she's gonna do absentee uh, voting, but I'm gonna go to okay. my precinct, which right. is directly across the street from my house almost so i I could walk there right literally with no trouble um but i'm gonna take video i want to know if there's people out there with the guns i'm gonna go talk to them yeah Be like why do you feel like you need to be here and I'm, I'm not kidding like i'm gonna go cast my vote and then i'll come out and be like what's up man yeah i'm, I'm white so i'll be fine for one yeah uh-huh. um but i'll just be like what's going on what are you here for I I hope none of it goes on, and I have nothing to report. But to be like, hey, the line's really long. This sucks. Yeah. But other than that, um, why 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 who needs to stand by? Your voters aren't qualified any more than anybody else, right? To be on the lookout for, I don't who, on the lookout for who like uh, uh, the GI Joe bad guy. I'm talking about Cobra. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Cobra. Like, I would, it, I would think that Cobra would be a Trump supporter. I, I'm just oh, putting that absolutely. out there. Cobra would be a uh, Trump Des- supporter. Destro would totally be like, "You'll get them, ring the votes." Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, screen. Uh, what was uh, Star Scream? No, what was the trans? What was one of the Decepticons? 
Transformers. Starscream. Starscream. Totally. De- yeah, Decepticon. Yeah. yeah. I, I fully, I feel, I fully <laughs> believe that the the Decepticons would have been Trump supporters as well. Uh, well, that's what we just need. Anybody out there with Photoshop skills, make some um, 1980 <laughs> referenced uh, uh, cartoon show propaganda for him. There like, you go. says vote Donald. Yeah. Like, anything <laughs> like that. Cobra Commander. Do you think? Says vote Donnie. Do you think? Do you think that Starscream and uh, and and this, hmm? the, and, and the, the the Cobra guys? Do you think they just had the same voiceover actors? I think they did. Uh, probably. I think they did. They all sounded well, very similar. <laughs> would always trip me out. Like even as a kid, like whenever you would be like, "Oh, Optimus Prime's a semi truck," and you'd be driving it, and then like he's like, like uh, what what. Autobots roll, roll out, out or whatever. Yeah. Like a guy's like driving the truck. He's like, wait, not yet. And like it's folded up. <laughs> he's just like flesh into gear, just like the guy. He's like putty and do it. I I kind of I kind of wanted I kind of wanted the reality of that where where yeah some some guy is in the cabin of the of the truck and and you hear Optimus Prime, Autobots roll out and then roll and out. then all you see is just you see the windshield just go. Psh- with blood <laughs> <laughs> pops like a grape just in front of everybody <laughs> we forgot we had colonel henson in the front <laughs> like it's bad <laughs> or he just gets tossed out the window oh yeah. ejector see yeah he just gets launched so he's like this is bullshit yeah. we're in the desert he's just floating down <laughs> yeah that'd be awful so yeah so ultimately the uh the 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 debate was um I think almost a train wreck. Yeah, call. What was it? I heard. I heard somebody say it was, it was a, it was a dumpster fire. No, it was a, it, it was a, it was a fight inside of a dumpster fire, uh, inside of a train wreck, and that's that. I think is probably the <laughs> in most case in the universe's dirty diaper. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it literally like the next day was like literally had to be the all time low of like pro biden or trump anything it was just america together the most together we've been since 9 11 to yeah. go like what oh, happened fuck. yeah what yeah happened? oh oh i it was the first time we all agreed that like well that wasn't okay yeah that was like like even it legitimately it, like, that was Fox oh. News, but okay. Besides, like Sean Hannity and Sh- Janine Shapiro or Janine Pirro and um, Tucker Carlson, you know, besides the the nightline talking heads on Fox News, legitimately everyone thought that this was utterly insane. Sean Hannity described him as like a Hercules warrior or something like that. That he was, <laughs> yeah. that well, Trump was like a warrior going into battle against Joe Biden, the evil, you know, whatever. And it's like. I didn't see that at all. I saw an old man who couldn't tell when it was his turn to talk. That's what I saw. I saw two old guys at a bar and one started telling a war story. And then the other one kept trying to talk about how much better his was for a minute. Sure. And like, and he's like, but I shot a guy. And he's like, well, I aimed at a guy and then I kept shooting. I'm sure I got him. He's like, well, I'm going to try. Oh, you shut up. Why don't you shut up? Like, Oh my god! Like the the interruptions, and and we had talked about it before the show had even started. Yeah. SNL did a perfect job of agreed. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's perfect. Go out there and watch it. Jim Carrey is playing Biden, and then you have um, Alec Baldwin playing guy, Trump. Uh, Alec Baldwin always playing Trump. I mean, he did. It was perfect. It was exactly what it was. Yeah. Without like 
He for at the end he brings out the click remote and just pauses Donald Trump. That was like, that was fantastic. It was the best. You're like, oh, I wish we all had one of those. It would have been great. So I, I, you know, so after the debate, of course, the uh, the the federal election presidential whatever whatever the committee is that that does these. Um, these that puts together all these debates and comes up with the rules that the campaigns have to agree on. Um, I, I I heard conversations about what they thought that they could do potentially for the next debate to try and curtail some of the interruptions. And, and one of them was that, that the moderator would be able to have the, the microphone turned off, which I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not in favor of that. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I think, I think that it's probably best to have and have people be able to see exactly what it is that we get between these two candidates you had joe who i think he potentially could have kept his cool a little bit more than he did but but honestly trump was pushing him so hard with without actually debating him i feel like it, it's it's it it makes more sense that that just to let that just to let that happen let people see exactly who trump is let people see exactly who biden is under those stressful situations but i had an idea well how do you think like the un would would handle two world leaders going at each other they, they, well, they'd they, be like no someone needs to go unplug this now well they like, would you you the you un can't. the un allows one person to speak at a time for whatever that 10 or 15 minutes like literally they only the mic there's only one microphone on the state on the stage that's that's how they handle it but i guess if you were to have a debate between two un representatives or ambassadors then yeah i, I yeah they probably would turn off the mic i i did have an idea though i i feel like at this point it would be appropriate that as long as oh, so so here's the stage you have two uh microphones uh two podiums inside of what I can only describe as hermetically sealed boxes, plexiglass boxes, that I'm not saying we cut off their microphones. I'm saying we cut off their oxygen. Anytime they interrupt, <laughs> anytime they interrupt, they lose oxygen. They or, or they, they 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 lose the ability to get new oxygen. And yeah. and then as the debate goes on and, and one of them continues to interrupt interrupt the other one. Then, 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 then the moderator, <laughs> yeah, the moderator can cut off the oxygen, and, and and I'm not saying enough to like kill him, but I'm just saying enough to maybe make it more difficult for him to yell. Um, that would that to me, ow, that would to me would be more entertaining <laughs> at least because at some point you know Trump's going to be up against a glass like I can't breathe. <laughs> no, absolutely no, because all the hot air too. He, he would also be like, I'm I hope, sweating. I hope like, that didn't look too stupid. <laughs> No, the th the thing that you know, it would be great to be like Joe's sitting there going, he's like, I want to talk to the American people real quick. I want to let you know, like blah blah blah, and then like Donald in the background's like, well, you you know, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> you know, he's gonna walk over. He's gonna walk over to Biden's microphone and just take it. Yeah. Like, Joe Biden. No, Joe, give it to me. Well, then Joe's gonna take a swing, right? Joe has that, like, I only take so much. Yeah, I, I feel like Joe That's... Joe Biden has the potential of being really, really aggressive if uh, if if pushed if pushed to it. <laughs> That's a guy who's had those tendons worn tight for a minute by like walking like this and shit. It, it, if Donald gave him one, he'd be like, "Oh, here it goes." <laughs> Just like give him one good one. 
I would love to see it because Zana would literally he would do the LeBron and go yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh absolutely, nice. totally oh, agree. He would lay out. Totally agree. Oh, so that's what, did, you, did you trip on a bone spur? Is that what just happened? <laughs> tripped on his own bone spur. So that is uh, that that is my opinion on how best to handle the next one. I fully support. <laughs> Uh, lowering the amount of oxygen that these two candidates get during the debates if if they interrupt <laughs> each other. And and you know what's going to happen? Biden's going to be like, "You know what? If I interrupt them, they're going to they're going to take away my oxygen. So I'm not going to do it. So I can continue to get my oxygen." Trump Or is, he could coax them a little and be like, "That's a lie." And then like let them ramble on. Right. Just heat them up a little more. Yeah. Just a little blow on the fire for a minute to yeah. get the coals a little hotter. Now, now that he's passed out, it's my turn to talk. That's Johnny, right. and he's just over there like, passed out. <laughs> That's great. There's your two minutes. It was all silence. Back to you, Joe. <laughs> like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly, I could probably go to bed after that. I, I don't think I would need any sort of like medication to put me oh, to yeah, sleep. We know it. Oh yeah, we know what Joe has to say. It's fine. He won. He won. I will say I that I, would. I wish we that... need it. We need we we need a test of like you know like if we had the Rock as the president mm-hmm. and he was supposed to debate the next guy. He's like, all right, debate. Good points. Bench pressed. Who's the healthiest? Let's do this. I, Let's go. Could, Physical, I... mental, well-being. Yeah, we need that for our country. Yeah, Grant. I'm not saying Joe would do great in it, but I'm I'm willing to bet neither would Trump. You know, I I don't know why this just made me think of it, but you know, when we were when we were having the discussions a couple months ago about the fact that the president took a cognitive test to prove that he didn't have dementia, and then he kept saying that Biden needed to take the same test to prove that he doesn't have dementia. I I, I made the point to someone because they were arguing in favor of Biden. Why won't Biden just take the test? Why won't Biden do it? And I said. I said, here's the thing about a cognitive test like that. Legitimately, someone had to convince the president that people think you are suffering from dementia enough for you to go take a cognitive test in order in order basically to prove that you don't have dementia. Enough mm-hmm. people think you have dementia. The only person that's saying that Joe Biden has dementia is Donald Trump, who, I'll be honest, I I I I feel like if he's telling everyone that he's projecting, you know, it's it's yeah, I, no, no, he's like, yeah, you want to call me that? Well, look at this guy. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? And cognitive tests for dementia are a bit different. And what from Joe Biden? One, we know he's had two brain surgeries already. Right. All right. I believe that's right. Yeah. So he's had a brain bleed. He's had he's had he's had a stroke. One that popped. One that was about to. They fixed it. He's also born with a stutter. Right. Correct. That that's still part of his. Yeah. You know he he had he had a little bit during the debate lexicon. His, his, he's always ha- had that. Even uh, who uh, he was debating uh, Sarah Palin, and there was still. He was much more on point, sure. Crack of the whip, but he still had those, but those little yeah. tick stutters Wait. that he still has. Yeah, whatever, man. I would literally vote for a jar of pickles over Donald Trump to lead this country at the moment because the jar of pickles would sit there and maybe do nothing, 
Right. <laughs> Maybe someone would eventually make it talk. Who knows? The jar of it, pickles likely Donald would Trump not... is going to yeah. make it worse. The jar of pickles likely yeah. would not get in the way of the CDC. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Right. <laughs> look, look, this jar of pickles got COVID. <laughs> so... I well, okay, so before I I, I want to leave I want to leave the discussion about the president getting COVID nineteen for after a quick break, but I do want to quickly did you did you watch the debate between or the first debate between Lindsey Graham and uh, Jamie Harrison? No, no, I, I didn't get it. I I, uh... I watched it before the show tonight. Um, Lindsey Graham, Jamie Harrison, both running for Senate well, here when, in South when, Carolina. When did it? It was last night. It was last night when at Allen it, University. Uh, no, it was my sister's birthday last night. So oh, well, we were over there. That's all good. Um, it was on. I I watched She's it this old. afternoon. She's officially old. Did she try to talk you into kickball? <laughs> I, no, I was like, you're not going to play kickball. She goes, I will too. I said, no, you won't. <laughs> so I know Barrett keeps messaging you about kickball and stuff, but no. It's... <laughs> don't go play kickball. You don't need to. You have two children. Kickball's fun. We're going to play on a baseball field. Um so look, uh Lindsey Graham and Jamie Harrison, I think they have I think they have another debate coming up later this month, but um it was it was almost like watching Lindsey Graham not necessarily running for Senate, but Lindsey Graham campaigning for Donald Trump. Because a lot of the time when questions were asked, it seemed as though Lindsey Graham was pushing about how Trump has done a good job with this. Like they talk about like he's he's like it wasn't it wasn't what Lindsey Graham has done in office, because honestly, if you look at Lindsey Graham's record, uh, he's. In the in the what sixteen years or whatnot he's been in the Senate I think it's sixteen that might not be correct fourteen twelve I think it's actually more than is that. it this is his fourth okay so it's it's been six turns eighteen years so uh, it, or thirteen eighteen I, you know what it doesn't matter he's been he's been a senator for a while too long um in the twenty five years though that he has been in federal politics and as holding a federal office of whether it was Congress, uh, House of Representatives or Congress, the Senate, um, in his 25 years, he has sponsored three bills that have been signed into law. Three. That's it. And I, I don't have them here in front of me, but that is pathetic. The, the, the fact that a senator who, especially in the last four years, has had such a prominent uh, role to play in this current administration, there have been three in 25 years that he has sponsored that have become laws. That's it. Three. Answer me this. Uh, Lin- is Lindsey Graham born and raised in South Carolina? I, I, I assume so. He's, I, he, he cl- he's from Seneca. Um, I don't know how far back that goes. Uh, you know, as far as does is he was he from somewhere else and moved to South Carolina? I believe that he has been from South Carolina. Is I think he's from South Carolina. Yeah, I I, I honestly don't know. So if any of y'all do know, and and if you support Lindsey Graham, I know, you know, and I I will say this: I didn't used to hate Lindsey Graham until he turned into a bootlick and ball sucking turncoat. Sure, until he got punked he he showed no spine no donald trump gives my cell phone out 
my cell phone number out to, to everybody, you better believe you're going to have a, a, it's not a war between men and anything. It's a war between men and maggots. I'm going to come get you. Yeah. Like that. Would, and all he did was roll over and be like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I get, I get a new cell phone. Well, you know, even, even I, during the debate last night or, well, and again, I watched it today. Um, he, he even acknowledged the fact that he ran against Trump in the 2016 election. Uh, it was a very short lived campaign for president. I don't know who convinced Lindsey Graham it was a good idea to run for president, but there is no absolute possible way that Lindsey Graham would have made it through the primaries. He didn't. I think he was he'd out. Have, I'll tell you right now, he'd have been a better president outside of whatever backbending he would have done for anybody else. Well, I, just, I assume that there would not have been a Trump for him to bend over backwards for. You know, I, Lindsey Graham probably look, I, I look back at all of those that ran for president during the campaign uh, in 2016 for the Republican Party. And I'd have picked almost any one of them. Honestly, almost any any Herman Cain. No, um, not Herman Cain. <laughs> who's who's Ted Cruz. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Ted Cruz. I would have I would have objected to. Um, but who's the um, who's the guy that's his HUD secretary? It's. um can't think of his name. Uh, the Who? doctor. The, the 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 doctor. Perry. No, that's the former Texas governor. He's the uh, secretary of energy. Um, no, uh, crap, I can't think of his name. He's. Well, uh, we'll figure it out he's, after the break. He's he's always he's always he's always squinting with his eyes closed, and he and he 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 did he did brain surgery on twins and and separated he conjoined twins. Oh fucking uh, pyramids are grains. That, right, they're silos. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Thank you very much. Now, I would have been very much against Ben Carson. Yeah, Ben but Carson. But it's would thanks not to have. Donald Trump that we know how crazy Ben Carson is. He's like, yeah. you know. And look, Ben Carson has not been replaced. Rick Perry has not He's been the replaced. He's interior. Uh, no, interior. Secretary of HUD, Housing and Urban Development. Um, or, okay. Yeah. He's been, and, and I get it. Like, like in Trump's mind, he heard urban development. He goes, "Oh, we need a black guy on that." Um, you know, he said, "I do it, Rick, I do it, yeah. I do it for you." I'm, I'm currently reading um, the uh, the Michael Cohen book, Disloyal. Um, it's, 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 it's sort of, it's like a train wreck. Honestly, you, <laughs> it's, you, I just keep going through it, and I, and I know everything in it. I already know. I've heard in his testimony, or I have heard you know, as rumors and whatnot. And he basically confirms in his book that all of these things are real and these things happened. Uh, but it's, so I already know it. And I don't know why I keep reading it, but I do. Cause I want, I feel like I want to know what made him do it, except that, you know what, now that I think about it, I think I've already gotten all the information I'm going to get out of it because I, he, he fell in love with Trump. Well, you can't trust Cohen either. I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Well, I don't know. I may, I might, I might can trust him uh, a little bit more than Trump at this point because Trump did not uh, come out and give him a, uh, a pardon. So I tell you what, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and um, we'll come back here in just a few minutes. Um, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and we'll come back in a few minutes and, uh, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get the rest of the show. All right? Thanks. For anyone Be doubting back. that opportunity still exists in America, there is the story of Jamie Harrison. Faith, family, and service. Those are Jamie's guiding values, and we need them now more than ever. 
Jamie Harrison for Senate for South Carolina. Finally back in stock, the Make America Great After Facial Covering. With COVID-19 and the novel coronavirus back in full force, confirmed infection cases on the rise, and now Trump campaign rallies starting again, you'll want to get your order in before these highly desirable coverings run out. Available in three sizes, adult, large adult, and Trump size adult. These new facial coverings are made from a combination of breathable nylon, cotton, and wool. They sport the same MAGA initials, but with a new and improved meaning. Make America great after. After what? Well, if that's not clear, then how the hell did you wind up here? But since you're still here, you can just assume the last A stands for again, asshole. So click your way over to wear a damn mask on your face, you dumb jerk.com, and you can stand in a crowd of others staring at you in a mask. When you order yours, you'll get a deck of 50 advertisement cards to hand out to everyone around you to increase awareness about the need to cover your nose and mouth holes. Joe Biden was taught that if you see injustice, you've got to stand up and act. It's why at age 26, Joe Biden became a public defender, why he ran for county council and combated housing discrimination, and why as U.S. Senator, Joe Biden led on civil rights and voting rights. In 2008, Barack Obama chose him and for eight years, Joe Biden served by the president's side helping to lead us out of the last economic crisis and stop Ebola from becoming a global pandemic. But now in this crisis, Donald Trump has failed the ultimate test of leadership, especially failing communities of color who have been hit hardest by this virus. To heal this nation, it will take a president who has always stood up to injustice. Someone who sees the deep problems in this country and is willing to take them head on. Joe Biden, let's build this country back better. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. This All About Nothing episode is paid for in part by MGM's I Read From Right to Left. Coming to a theater this time next non-pandemic time period, Tom Cruise and Steven Seagal bring you an action-packed adventure full of thrilling scenes, hard hits, long falls, and drama that already has the Academy buzzing about a potential of being mentioned in the same sentence as Oscar. Tom Cruise stars in this story of a veteran teacher hiding his dyslexia with a no-holds-barred form of teaching, hiding his own learning disability for 25 years. Steven Seagal is a friend loving new principal working to earn the trust of his protective secret laden teacher but when their school falls under the siege of a left-wing anarchist with a mission to take the children's education and pride Cruz and Seagal team up to free their elementary school from the grip of these oppressors Tom Cruise Steven Seagal in what can only be described as the roles of a lifetime in that at least one of them really needed right now I read from right to left directed by the ghost of Aaron Burr and the Jonas Brothers I read from right to left coming this undetermined. I love this song. Honestly, I love this song. Let me it's... With you tonight. I Let it go. On Man. I, I'll be honest with you. Tom Petty, losing Tom Petty last year was brutal and honestly you know i can say is, go ahead now he was one of those guys that would you know yeah he's super famous but he met you right in the middle he still, he knew where he came from he knew what he was all about oh yeah and it was the same thing you 
when you listen to a Tom Petty song, you connected because you knew. You were like, yeah, I, dude, seen the shit I seen. When 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 it was announced that Tom Petty passed, um, I did I did cry. I didn't. I mean, I didn't bawl, but it, it was it was one of those things I, that just hit me really hard. Yeah. Um, I was very 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 bummed. I was. I, I I didn't cry, but man, it it, it ruined my damn day. I'm really bummed. And, it, and it, yeah, <laughs> it definitely followed me. It's one of those things that haunt you for a while. When one you know of, when you know that person's not out there doing the damn thing that you love them for doing. Yeah, uh, it it's, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I, yeah, I totally agree. It it is you know, and 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 losing Tom Petty. Part of my fear is I know that Willie Nelson's probably getting closer and close uh, probably he is definitely getting closer and closer to the end of his life and i have a a, a genuine fear that 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 one is going to crush me just the same if not more uh, willie willie will, will oh man he is he's the guy that's responsible for golden country oh yeah for the most part i mean he kind of set that he brought he brought it from like everyone likes their Conway Twitties and stuff like that. But when you heard Willie Nelson, there's a reason everyone knows Whitley. Oh yeah, right. And that's why everybody always goes leave my Willie alone. Don't you touch it. You don't need to remix any of his stuff. It's Willie Nelson. That's what it means when some it, people say to leave my Willie alone. Uh. <laughs> oh, when people say that, I'm like, I love Willie Nelson. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Me so. too. Yeah, yeah. No, he was part of the um um gosh, now you gonna make me look like an idiot, but the four horsemen. Yeah. Well right? they, they were the uh Chris yeah. Christopherson. Yep. You had uh Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, yep. and then it was uh Johnny Cash. Yep. It was a that I mean, was that was a crew for sure. Can, uh Chris Christopherson wrote movies and stuff like that, but yeah. he was also like you can't replace any four of the horses. No. No. At all. No. No. And, and the fact that Willie. Now you have country guys beatboxing on top of, oh, you know, I, country I'll, music. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any issue with with any music really. Uh, I mean, there's there's some of it that I don't understand why it's popular, but I I don't have I don't have any issue with it. I it's it's a it's a it's an artistic. Uh, you know, display and and I'm I fully yeah. support I fully support anybody doing it if if they have if they have the talent and and the guts to do it it's I think do it but no absolutely that's why people kept shitting on uh, Justin Bieber and I'm like no good for that dude because like yeah. I've like even even back in the day people would crap on Justin Bieber I'm just like you do have you heard one of his songs like I don't support him and it's not my thing. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "What a loser!" Right? right. Says the guy who, like, works in an office. Look, he doesn't care if I'm a loser. Right. You know what? I I didn't do what he did. Yeah. Any he go to anybody and be like, "You know who I am?" They'll be like, "Yeah," and you would freak out and just be like, "Oh my god!" Legitimately, like, I, I I absolutely think that's correct. I I look I. I again. I don't. I don't have anything against anyone who gets out there and is able to, like I said, art- artistically be 
you know, out there. It just. Well, I'll tell you this. Like I'm, and like I said, I, I could not name but one Justin Bieber song, and it's the uh, Purpose. He sang a song called Purpose, and that's the song that uh, uh, Gabrielle and I decided. Hopefully, she stays with it, but that she walks down the aisle to him and get married once all the gross is away, all the sickness. Sure. And it is literally one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Yeah. He's totally put out ones that I'm like, you know what? I love Sam Smith. I think Sam Smith is amazing. Yeah. And there are songs that I don't even like jive with, but how impressive it is. His vocal range. Oh, absolutely. His storytelling. Absolutely. It's like, but then he has like half, Half of every album he's put out of like, so there's at least like 50 songs by his that are just. That's like, uh, but that's like, that's like, um, who am I, who am I trying to think of? Uh, Chris Cornell. Um, ultimately. I see. I love almost damn near every one oh, that's, of Chris Cornell. That's what I was going to say. The, 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 the opposite of Justin Bieber for me is Chris Cornell. Right. Uh, oh, for sure. Sh- what yeah. a great, what a great like antithesis. And, like that's perfect and i and i and i and i don't i'm gonna be completely honest as i grew up as an rem fan i don't think mike stipe's voice gets enough credit i think that i i I absolutely believe that mike stipe should have sang every single bono song (laughs) i think i think i think mike stipe (laughs) should have sang for you two all the time i have one song that you two and um and rem did collaboratively they sang um yeah, I, I I'll have to th- I'll have to remember it. I'll I'll, we'll, I'll play it sometime. But it is. But they did a live version for um the uh, back when MTV used to do music. Um, back when MTV used to do that MTV Unplugged, they did a um they did the, a recording together. When they when they did Unplugged, the most annoyed you would get with MTV. It went is when it did MTV News and it would pop up oh, yeah. with Chris, what's his name? Yeah, and then you were like, I don't fucking care. And he would literally tell you five seconds of news for five seconds. Yeah, and you'd be like, shut up. And it would literally go back to like <laughs> metal headbangers or or whatever it was. It was right back to music. But you got so angry at this five minute. Now you're watching like ads for oh yeah like. 10 minutes oh yeah like until your stuff comes back on we got mad at like five seconds of like Saddam Hussein died uh-huh all right but or, or it was it was it was more like uh Iraq invaded Kuwait it yeah. doesn't look good yeah more on MTV news at 12 30 don't worry we'll tell you today's news tomorrow like they would yeah wait. yeah <laughs> yeah and it was it was like it was it was like whenever whenever they would break in with news it was almost all like in my head i was all it was almost i was like oh my gosh i've not seen that acdc commercial a song in like forever can we go back yeah yeah oh, yeah. oh i would Remember when it was like three commercials and you knew all three? You're like, oh, yeah. show the Clorox one, the Pine Saw Lady, and then the whatever paper. else would come up. It was going to be the like, toilet pair bears. <laughs> toilet toilet paper bears. Yeah. Yeah. You're Charmin. just like, those three are coming. Then Chris is going to say something. I have one minute. And like, you would go run and do something and be like, you would never make it back. Like, no. You ever. would always make it back like, oh, oh, I can't believe they're playing Temple of the Dog, you know, go, I'm going hungry, hunger strike. And then you're like, damn it. And you would sit back there. See, and you know what the reverse is of that is the fact that, like, if you're watching NFL football now or if you're watching college football now, 
um, during yeah. these thirty second commercials, they don't actually even break away completely. They do a they do a sides by side with the commercial like, running yeah, over on the left, and they got what's still going right. on with the game. Well, the com- they let the commercial completely play out before going back to the game, and and mm-hmm. the view you get of some quarterback getting their head taken off is is only this little wee be little tiny picture. Irritating. Clorox wipes. Just to erase his head. <laughs> like, all right, this this commercial just ran into each other. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. Oh, uh, so uh, there's a you know without without Trent here, um, which we we do miss Trent, and we hope everything's okay. Um, it 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 may actually yeah. get us to uh, to do a, a shorter show tonight rather than two and a half hours. You know that. Uh... Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I have to argue with Trent at least one episode. That's true. That's true. It just just so you all at home know, uh, I actually had to send them both a text message and said, "Hey, any possibility we might be able to get through the show without you guys yelling at each other about football?" <laughs> so they both agreed, and I didn't have to cut off any oxygen. <laughs> uh, I still feel my yell stuck back here somewhere. Imagine so. I imagine I had, so. I had so many leftover from yesterday. <laughs> oh. Listen, look, and I'm still flying my flag, guys. Look, I think I think legitimately Carolina played well. I I think that they played well it against just, it a wasn't consistently Florida. well, and it was pissly managed. It yeah. was the worst game management. I've like we have the ball back. If we score two touchdowns, we can make it. Well, that's totally acceptable within seven seven minutes of fourth quarter. Right. You know. But when you go down and take up five of the minutes, didn't make any sense. And and I have not watched any press conferences about the game I from I, I I don't know what Muschamp could potentially be saying because when they went to him on the sideline, I I don't feel like he seemed like he was trying to rush them to move. I didn't feel like you know there was ten minutes. They were down by two touchdowns. That is plenty of time to pick up. Three touchdowns. They it was, if, if the defense it was, was holding. The defense was doing a pretty good job at that point of holding Florida. So I feel like legitimately they could have run down, and got a touchdown, uh, gone three and out, another touchdown, three and out, another touchdown, and, and Carolina could you know have come back. Funny, I, I can't I can't tell you what went wrong in the game with the players, but I can tell you when it went downhill is when that drive that. South Carolina like literally went one third down converted and then did a 13 yard pass. And then they got that penalty Mm -hmm. that took that away. And they literally shot themselves into the foot till they had to punt at like fourth and 23. Right. It was stupid. Right. And then you're going, you were on their side of the 40 yard line and you let that happen. All right. And then when you had, and you never moved the ball quickly. Florida doesn't deserve to be number three. No. That game right there should tell you that right now. I, no, at all should they be number three. I feel like the lar- I feel like the power schools are the only ones. I mean, I know there are a few in there that are ranked, but looking at the rankings, I feel like there are several of them that are uh that are just in there because they are power SEC schools or power ACC schools, whatever. It it feels like in watching a lot of the football yesterday that there were you look at the rankings again. Florida's number three. Georgia's number four. 
I don't know where Oklahoma was like number seventeen or something like Tennessee, that. Tennessee, Tennessee's was number seventeen. They beat us. So if anyone wants to talk crap about South Carolina, we played number seventeen now, however higher, and then number three and lost. Right. But we all know that these numbers assigned to any of these teams do not matter. Of the teams available, these are the rankings. That's that's how I look at that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I, like Texas A&M almost lost yeah. to Vanderbilt. Yeah. LSU did lose to Mississippi State. I take it they must have won because I didn't see people pissing and moaning on Facebook. Right I, I legitimately but, thought that Alabama might have gotten, may, may have had a run played on them yesterday, but I mean, <laughs> then they came back. <laughs> uh, I mean, who Auburn won Georgia, Auburn, Georgia? Georgia won 27 6. Really? Yeah. Well, see, because Auburn didn't play well against um, whoever they were playing, which. Was that Kentucky? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. It might have been. It was. It was. Yeah, I think it was Auburn, Kentucky. Yeah. So, I mean, Auburn doesn't look good. LSU doesn't look good. Texas A&M doesn't look good. Kentucky, throw it up in the air and say what you want to say about them. I don't think they're good. They're good. Right. They 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 have that unfortunate streak of kind of like South Carolina's building now. Like you can lose or you can win. You're but when you win, it's going to be by a lot. If you lose, it wasn't going to be. It was going to be close. Right. Like it's. Um. Then you go Tennessee. Tennessee's doing things that you just don't understand. Missouri, you shouldn't even be in our conference. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. There's one Columbia, and it's in South Carolina. I don't know. It's a. I think. I think that your good team is. You have two good teams out of the East. It's uh, Georgia and Florida, and yeah. then Tennessee's sitting there. I don't think they're great either. Yeah. I mean, South Carolina could have had both of these. Yeah. And it, it's literally up to coaching that they didn't. Yeah. It's and playmakers not being playmakers. Well, Muschamp's it, it was, got. It's like it's so half half-hearted, half-assed. Muschamp has how much more time on his contract? Three more years? Four more years? Um, he'll have next year, I think, and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. If, they'll, if, they'll if he doesn't, if he doesn't do something right off the wall, it's not going to happen. I mean, he's done. This I, year's a mulligan, right? Yeah, it's you can't. Be. You, I mean, you have you already have South Carolina has two or three players that already aren't playing because of it. You didn't get the normal time to prepare. Right. You got a little extra, but in in a concentrated like way right but it's not the same you had no spring game you didn't have warm-up games uh sec went straight into sec play yeah you can go to you can be in the acc and even if you did go straight into acc play you didn't um you would sit back and have these warm-up games because you go clemson up in with wake forest i'm a wake forest fan but in no way is that testing clemson no at not, all. not remotely nor would anybody outside of the one team I say, and I'm not counting Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't count right. to me because you're not in the ACC. You just agreed to a one day thing, one deal thing, one year. Would be North Carolina, and guess who they don't have to play, even no. when they reshuffle the schedule. They don't. They don't have to play them. North Carolina. Yeah. Because why would you do that? Because somebody said North Carolina is going to go rule coastal and Clemson will own Atlantic, right? Right. It could be vice versa. You would you would just have those two be like, we're gonna let North Carolina come up here and be juggernauts at some point. Hopefully, Clemson's already up here. Why would you make them play each other? Yeah, I just I feel like I get it. I feel like North. You're Carolina, a Georgia Tech fan. Yeah. How do you, I mean? Is that 
ultimately, I think the ACC is awful. I, I just and and I think that there are there are glimmers of hope for the ACC. I think North Carolina coming back up is a good thing. I think Miami looking better is a good thing for the ACC. Clemson's always a good thing for the ACC. Um, Boston College, there's there's always these the little thing. glimmer yeah. of hope, and and then, but that's because the the reason the ACC looks good right now is because they're all I mean sort of good right now is because they're playing each other, you know. They're playing at the same level, but as soon as they travel outside the ACC, there's they they lose, it, and and besides Clemson, yeah, North Carolina potentially may well, do well outside. Think the about ACC. the ACC is is you'll you always have that outlier team like Duke or mm-hmm. Wake Forest did it in two thousand and six or something that will come out and be a division champ. Right, you don't really get that from the sec or the big 10 it's always ohio state right it's always nebraska it's, it's always michigan it's I mean, always yeah. the sec it's it's alabama or Georgia. if it's gonna be someone else it's gonna be auburn lsu yeah. if it's in if it's in um the east it's always gonna be florida or it's always gonna be georgia and then one of us other you know stepchildren right. have a chance of coming up there it's just it's if, one of the it's one of those weird things because you can constantly have a rotating you know, clip Rolodex of people in the ACC to come play Clemson. Yeah. Or Clemson will get beat and fall out. At least it used to be. Not yeah. anymore. Now they're just like, it's like a hot knife through butter. Right. It's just stupid. But your team has been doing okay. I mean, y'all got Georgia, one blowout, Georgia, didn't you? Georgia yeah, Tech. Like y'all got blown out one time. Yeah. And, and, um, Georgia yeah. Tech's, uh, Georgia Tech is, is still rebuilding. I mean, you know, we lost Paul Johnson, uh, and, and, you know, I think Collins is going to be good. I think I think Georgia Tech is going to be good, not this year. Um, they may they may walk away with right. with with five or six wins, and if if they win five or six games, uh, then then that's awesome. I think that that would be to me that would be a good season for Georgia Tech. Next season, if we are out of COVID, uh, then I feel like Georgia Tech should be able to come back and win nine games, ten games. You know, go to a good bowl and 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 bring in bring in some good audience that we can get some good recruits. You know, that's that's ultimately what it's mm-hmm. going to take. It's it's being visual visible. And I and, thought, have, and you know, I, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I I thought that you know Georgia Tech would have a a better chance of getting good recruits being in a metropolis like you would, Atlanta. You would think to that. have people want to come play yeah. in Atlanta. You would think that the only issue is for one, the ACC network, the television network is, mm-hmm. is not really in control of uh, the media. It's not, you know, it's, it's part of this Disney ABC thing with, the same as the SEC network, but SEC network when it when SEC network came out, and ESPN three gave a segment of their bandwidth to SEC, I mean that was huge, and SEC took advantage of it and they really? and it exploded for them. ACC network has been around for a while under the ESPN umbrella, and it just doesn't. I mean, but see, they also have to now that they have to compete with the whole uh, the Fox. Um, broadcast fox sports broadcast which by the way that's where the braves game will be playing tuesday um but it's just it it just it doesn't feel the same there wasn't as much put into 
an ACC network as there was the SEC network. It's it, it they they are handicapped, and because of that handicap, well, did, you know, do you also get broadcasted on that uh, Raycom network? Sometimes you remember? Yeah, Raycom. Really? Yeah, they still. they still they'll st- I, uh, as far as now this year, I'm not sure. I've not seen any Raycom network you know broadcast. That's usually on what Fox the WACH here. Watch Fox yeah, yeah, you would you would turn it, either that or you'd have to buy it. But it's like it's it looks like you know Pickens County High School or yeah, whatever. It's terrible went, broadcast went out there. It's the worst. So and they had to buy it from Raycom, and Raycom held that contract for a right. while. It's it's it just it, in order for Georgia Tech. The the problem really is for Georgia Tech. They are constantly competing with Georgia. In order because yeah. because everyone see any 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 football player sees. If they are an elite athlete that's going to play college football, they got to go play at Georgia because Georgia's the one that's going to be on television every single week. Excuse me. But y'all, y'all, excuse me. Sorry. What's the record between Georgia and uh, Georgia Tech? Georgia, I think Georgia's ahead. I think Georgia has more wins, which is, you know, they've been playing for more than a hundred years. But it's yeah, I think I believe that Georgia has more wins. I'd have to look it up. The only the only thing I could say better about Georgia than Georgia Tech is the college area, it, that that rant, that um, um uh, Athens I thought that was the coolest place, but I do think and I'm gonna give it to your Yellow Jackets, Georgia Tech the, Georgia Tech the Ramblin' Wreck a hell of an engineer had the best song. Uh, like I I think I think that's the best like that's one of my favorite you know theme songs. Yeah, and uh, and I like the campus. Georgia Tech has a great campus downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it and and I Bobby Dodd Stadium is one of the most classic like inner city stadiums. Right. I just think it's I just think it's really cool. Um, yeah. So that was that was sports talk. <laughs> well, I was gonna mention that, uh, <clears throat> like you said, the Braves uh, have won the wild card series. That's right. Uh, the Reds. Right now, we have to face uh, the the Marlins, uh, who who we faced several times this year, and we've had we had several really big games against the Marlins. Was the Marlins the game we played where we won? T- we had twenty nine runs. Yeah. Um. So so there is the potential, and and I kind of okay. So part of of being able to do this wild card series, and then almost a full week later, the start of the then the division series is real postseason yeah the real postseason having it a week later is kind of nice because freed should be ready for a start on tomorrow uh, tuesday not tomorrow tuesday Mm. unless you're listening to this on monday and then it's tuesday if you're listening to this on wednesday it was yesterday um but yeah i i i kind of like this uh i suspect that we are probably going to see uh, i'm guessing it's going to be the same uh, rotation. We're going to see Freed and then Anderson, um, and you know, Marlins. Marlins have the potential of of being. I, I'm going to say Braves in four. I'm going to say Braves in four. I feel like that's safe. I'll I'll take Braves in three. I'll take I'll let okay. them take one, two, you're three. Gonna, you do a sweep. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, because I I think once you if the bats, which I think they're still. I mean, you put Freddie up there. Freddie's going to get you a run. I think. I think scoring a run is going to come no matter what. Yeah. And Freddie will be the man who who delivers it. But 
I don't. I I think once you get into that bullpen of the Marlins, they're cooked. Oh, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. They're done. They they're they have they they have a very potent offense as long as they can get it going. But like Freed, Max Freed doesn't really allow for much in the way of of runs. He's eight and zero on the season, which is unbelievable i mean oh, yeah. that's that's outstanding you know and i look and, but, people, and then who who do the marlins have urania urania um, good but we also know urania will throw at somebody too yes so we, he's kind of a wild card when it comes to pitching but yeah like i don't i don't how, there's no other how do you how do you get good name pitchers to how, how do you get acuna how do you get acuna on in the first inning letterina throw if you don't understand what we're talking about, there is some yeah, history between Acuna and Arania. Arania has hit Acuna what three times now? I think it's three yeah, times. Yeah, and then one time uh, it was bench clear. It was so deliberate. It was bench clearing. It was. I mean, and I'm talking about Snicker looking like Bobby Cox yeah. going after Blues. I'll be honest. Was, I'm more afraid of Snit than I am of, of Bobby Cox. I am. Yeah, I, because Snit still has that snap. He can still go, man. <laughs> he, when you see him bolt out, because he skips steps when he bolts out of the dugout. Like when, when, when it's when it's time for him to come out there and defend his players, man. He he leaps into action, and he's old. He, he you know, he's, he lays in the ass with the chainsaw. He is ready to roll. Do you? There's no other way to put it. I heard a statistic that he has been in the Braves organization for more than forty years. Snitty. Snit has been with the Braves in some facet for more than 40 years. I'd have to look that up uh, to make sure I, it's I, accurate, I, but I, it's because yeah, I think I, I don't know. I don't. I know he's been around. Yeah, yeah. He's a player. I, he's a coach. 40 years. That's I. I heard that statistic. No, I thought I thought I thought Snitty was playing. He's he's played within the last 40 years. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Brian Snicker has. So yeah, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm saying that he has been in the Braves organization, either as a player or as a coach or as a manager, for four decades, inside of four decades. That that was a statistic I heard. Again, that's something I have to validate, but that's that I heard someone say that, and and I I didn't look it up. But if that's true, that'd be very that'd be wild. That that's yeah. crazy. I mean, you literally. I mean, that is that is insane. That doesn't happen nowadays. Players change teams every three or four years. Sometimes, I mean, Freddie Freeman will. will... Well, Snitty's that guy you wanted. Oh yeah. I mean, he's when we had Freddie Gonzalez as a coach. I thought that was the worst. I I was unhappy. Well, look at Freddie Gonzalez now. He's coaching third for the Marlins or whomever. You know, I mean, it's you know, he's not. He's you know, he 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 got a shot when he shouldn't have had a shot. Yeah, well, and that, I think I think part of that was based on Bobby uh, Cox's recommendation. It was like Bobby Cox was like Freddie Freddie Gonzalez. That's 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 the guy, you know. I who knows? I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Well, uh, that's uh, brought to you by Dan Ugla. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people that loved when Dan Ugla played for the Braves, though. There are so many people that were. I, like, I didn't was, get it. I didn't either. I didn't either. It didn't make any sense to me. Dan Ugly didn't, didn't like seem him. like a brave to me. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, you know, that's like when Josh Donaldson. It always cracks me up because I, I didn't think Josh Donaldson was going to be a brave. I didn't think he was going to. You know, it wasn't going to be like it is with everybody else. Dude, in the you dugout. took the words right out of my mouth. But 
but Josh Donaldson <laughs> came around. The the, the ugly. That was that was that was completely like beta Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Same kind of feeling when Donaldson came on. You were just yeah. like, what? Yeah. But Donaldson came out and like <laughs> he, he was embraced. He's the guy like ugly did don't not. mess with him. Ugly did not. Dan Ugla was like if if he could see the ball, he could he could crush it. Yeah. But it, like you kind of like thought every time Dan Ugly made contact, like it should have been a home run. Look yeah. at you, you're up there and your arms are this big, and you're looking ridiculous. I don't know. It was it, I had the same feeling when Donaldson came, but Don- yeah. Donaldson was heads and shoulders better. Yeah, yeah. Than Ugla, and Ugla's announcing somewhere. He's doing something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, now. Ugla <laughs> not playing baseball. Ugla playing in the National League should have been during COVID because he would have just been a designated hitter. And he all he would have been, actually he probably would have just been a pinch hitter because he would have come in when when they had two on and he would have just crushed it out. That's what he would have done, you know. But you know, it's whatever. Uh, so uh, I think what I'm going to do is we're probably going to yeah. let's we'll move into uh, we'll move out of the sports and we'll move back into the politics and we'll just do one more for tonight um, because we. Uh, well, well, and if you liked our sports segment, let us know. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's just us talking about sports. <laughs> Um, so the last we're not, we're not yeah, homers ahead. or biased or anything. Yeah, we're. I'm going to be honest. I'm extremely biased <laughs> when it comes to Braves. I'm super biased. Braves baseball. Uh, Falcons yeah, play tomorrow yeah. night against Green Bay. Uh, we got uh, the uh, New England um, Patriots are playing against who's who, well. So who's the backup quarterback for the Patriots? Anybody know? Um. Oh yeah! Without looking it's it up, the guy who is uh, not playing. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. Good job. The guy who's with the with the clipboard and he's like high fiving Cam when he comes in. He's like the first guy to high five Cam when he, that's the backup. Okay, good. How are your ankles? He's like good. Quit asking. <laughs> so right, yeah. making sure if I had to come in or not. So yeah. Kansas City is getting yet another non-Sunday uh, football game because of COVID. Uh, they they of course open the season on Thursday, and and then did they have a Monday night football already? Are they getting their second Monday night football of the season already? I I can't remember. I feel like that's correct. I I, I believe that oh. this is their second Monday night football. Are you checking? Anyway, well, well, I'm looking at as to who play mon- who who plays Monday, but. All right, so it is rescheduled. Um, Kansas City is going to be on Monday at seven yeah. seven oh five. Yeah, first New England on CBS, yeah. I think. Well, luckily, I'm beating handedly. I'm beating Dustin right now. Sixty five percent chance to win versus thirty five percent chance, and he only has one more player. As long as San Francisco's defense sucks, uh, I don't think that they so, suck, and- but I think I think you have. The I have their. I have, I. I have both their running backs and there you uh, go. the one that's not out is playing right now. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, this, uh, this whole COVID thing, you know, Cam Newton, uh, has tested positive and he's, he's, he's almost between Atlanta and new England. Those are the only two teams that I can think of that have actually released the names of the players that have been added to the COVID list or the COVID IR or whatever the COVID disabled list or whatever. Because AJ Terrell went down for the Falcons, and AJ Terrell, of course, was a Clemson uh, cornerback we picked up, uh, who is outstanding. Um, and then Cam Newton yeah. with the COVID. Uh, so 
but we know that and and of course i always ask a question i was like why why don't they just tell us which players came down with covid because ultimately hipaa yeah it's hip which you know i get it hip it's hipaa and i get that but like I don't know. I, I feel like that should play like I if if Cam Newton goes down with an ankle injury, we know, you know, that why isn't that HIPAA? Well, if say if you, you didn't go to work tomorrow, your coworkers don't know don't have to know why you were out. True. It's your discretion to 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 be like, "Well, would it make everyone feel better to know I'm not fired that I just have corona or would it be okay to come back to work and everyone knows I had corona?" But I'm not licking I mean, but I'm not it's a double licking, edged sword. I'm not licking my keyboard and sharing it with everyone like Cam Newton does his fingers to the football and then throwing it to somebody. You know, I mean, I'm saying I mean, if, oh no! Who says the players don't know? I mean, that's that. See, that's my point. As I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that even if they're they're not telling the public, I'm hoping that at least the right. players know, because yeah. but then you got to do the contact tracing, which means you got to go, you got to say, all right, Cam Newton was on a field with with 21 other people. Um, okay, so those 21 other people came in contact. I mean, the can you so. What I'm and with Cam to. Newton, you have to you have to ask who intercepted the football last game, <laughs> and then go trace from them on back. What I'm getting to is the fact that <laughs> the president was diagnosed, and I'm not saying this lightly, but the president was diagnosed with COVID nineteen, um, and 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 I think part of the Talks reason, yeah, yeah, the part of the reason that I'm not um, I'm not still a hundred percent on board with this whole thing is 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 because. I you get so much hesitation from the White House to actually give us any information about what's going on with the president. Um, every time I, I, I think I, I think I literally when I heard it yesterday or what Friday this morning, whatever. Yeah, Friday. Uh, yeah. So it was Friday. My first thought and I looked to Gabrielle and I said, the fuck he does. <laughs> this could be a play and we'll never know. Who, That's true. It, it potentially who, could be, I but like, know. but this president doesn't want anyone to think that he is weak. He doesn't, you know, he's been a denier that, that it was that serious, even though he, he overcomes him and, and, and now he's, so, you know, yeah, the second Muhammad, he's that's, up there now. He's like, he, 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 oh, look at him. Yeah. I told you Corona wasn't bad. Even I beat it. That's, that's but the Joe thing. Joe couldn't beat it. That's the thing that, that I'm concerned the most about is that a, so you, you have two outcomes from this. The president gets really sick and then he dies or the president overcomes it and, 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 uh, is, is fine. Both situations are really terrible because a dead President Trump from COVID is a martyr and a uh, recovered President Trump is just uncontrollable. You, you, he's, you, he's deified, right? Yeah. He, it, it's, it's a lose-lose. Exactly. I, and, and then unless he dies, but that's not like, I don't want anyone, I don't want Donald Trump to die. Right. Right. I, agree. I don't want any human being to die. Right. Do I, I think it's, if he actually has it, that's karmic. Yeah. Look at that. It's real. And all the people who ever said it was fake now have to go like, well, sure, it's not that fake. Even See, the chosen one got it. And that's it. the other thing is I still hear, I still hear people almost weekly telling me, well, you know, it's going to go away after the election. Well, you know what? If it goes after the away the away after the election, it was a miracle. It was a miracle he, that it went away. Donald after Trump the would turn into Peter Popov and start selling vials of his blood over over 
late night television. Come on like, down to my box stand. I'm yeah. selling snake oil. Yeah, just like come on, like it's a lose lose. Whatever. It's a. It should technically. Hopefully he gets through it. I do hope yeah, he doesn't die do from it. But I, 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 I hope there's a lesson learned. I do too. And I think that's such a such a, you know. I hope he comes out of it going like it's for real. It's not cool. It sucks. And like he throws the book at Corona, right? I I I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I I often past teaches us. I have I have this opinion about people in general and and I have people that disagree with me, but I do not believe that fundamentally people change. I don't I don't agree with the idea that that someone can just change unless there is some event that causes them to recognize self-recognition whatever but i I just don't think a a change in worldview yeah a change a change in you're it's 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 working against the house right like we were talking about gambling it's it's you're built on years and years of this much and then it takes it can take it's like a lock right it just takes the perfect key to unlock it yep i could be but I, it's the hardest thing to fundamentally change who somebody is. Right. It's a it's a cladicismic event. It 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 just never happens. It's hard. Yeah, I think I think that I think that it takes those events to make to to force a change. And I feel like if the president actually got COVID, that there is the potential that that could be the catalyst that brings about a change. I also recognize that Donald Trump is seventy four years old. He has been a white, old, angry person for at least 20 years, and I don't think this will have any effect on him. I think I think the best that we can hope for is that maybe a stimulus package will come out of it because I've, I've seen the tweets, I've seen the statements where he has said he has told the Senate just to get to work and he'll sign a bill, you know, uh, but it still sits on McConnell's desk. It has not moved. Um, you know, they are pushing forward with the the replacement to RBG with uh, this Amy Coney Barrett, Comey Barrett, Coney, Coney, Coney Island, Amy Coney Let's Barrett. Let's call her the handmaiden. Yeah, it's fine. You know what I was going to do is I was going to go through and try and pull as many uh, clips as possible of people saying Barrett. I may still do that. <laughs> I may still do that just because, you know, <laughs> yeah, this guy. Ugh. Um, But uh you know, uh, I but the Senate is going to October twelfth. They're going to start having the hearings for for Amy Coney Barrett to 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 begin her march towards the Supreme Court, and and look, I get she is a a very religious um, conservative that she is uh, ultra Catholic. Um, I, I I get that. I I've not. I've done a little bit of research into some of her court decisions and, and whatnot, and I don't disagree with a number of them. The thing that everyone keeps saying is she's going to do away with Roe versus, or she's going to be the 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 vote that does away with Roe versus Wade, or she's going to be the vote that does away with uh, the Affordable Care Act. I'm I I don't, I don't care for her moral compass. I well, see, and that's the thing is I don't well, I don't get anything based on her decisions that she would potentially. I think I feel like just based on her decisions, they they look like she is fairly straight with the law that that she. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I I, I feel like I, I haven't gone out on a limb to say like not that lady because I don't yeah. know. I don't I, I don't know. 
I, I will I will say this. I don't think that she's a bad Supreme Court justice pick. I, I don't think she's a bad one. I, I get that everyone thinks that that is going to push the court towards the, the right, but I don't I don't see anything in her court decisions that makes me think that she is going to reverse things that or she's going to be the vote that reverses things that have been set by. Look, I'll be completely honest. I don't want a liberal court. I don't want to I don't want a, a conservative court. I just want. Supreme Court justices, yeah, checks and balances. Well, I just want Supreme Court justices that are going to look at the law and interpret it based on the law, not based on politics. An objectable overviewing of justice. That's that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what would the that's what the Supreme Court was designed to be. You know, it's not until the last like fifty years that that they said that that people started deciding. Oh well, you know, we need more conservatives on the court. We need more. You know, Democrats or liberals on the court. You know, it's it's not, and and I don't know that any of those justices that are currently in place look at themselves as being more conservative or more liberal. I think they just look at themselves as being jurors that interpret the law, that that interpret the 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 the, the strength or or they determine the the direction that the law is supposed to be. I think that they take their job seriously. I I think that Amy Coney Barrett, just again, based purely on what I've read about some of her court decisions, that she potentially has the ability to make a jurist vote that that would be legitimate. So I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. I I I, I, I guarantee you she's going to be confirmed. I I, don't, I think that. I, but if the Democrats are smart, they should they should say, you know what, we will vote for if we also get to vote on the stimulus package. If we can vote on the stimulus package as well, if we can tie all this in together, then then we'll vote for Amy Coney Barrett. We'll Barrett. see. Barrett. 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 No, no more. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, Zach, do you have anything else you want to talk about this week? Uh, you know, I think uh, I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, I will throw out there, guys. I, I've gone back and. Since I'm in saving for baby mode, I have gone back into my library of Ultimate Game Pass for Xbox stuff. Sure. And now that I have a gaming PC, and The Outer Worlds is still fantastic, <laughs> and I've gotten past where I was when I quit on Xbox. Go play it; it's fun. Outer I, I, I guess I should give. I, I guess I should give like a uh, one of Zach's video game segment. What are you playing this week? There you go. I mean, it could be anything. Um, I was playing MLB yesterday and today. Nice. There's For a, a minute, there's a throwback. <laughs> one, one, both. I uh, finished off the Mets. So there you go. Was yeah, just... it was weird. It was weird seeing animated fans in the stands. I was oh, like, I bet there's it was. People here. That's uh, <laughs> that is a that is a throwback. I, 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 I was so hoping for an update that they put cardboard people in. Oh, just that so would have been great. Make it feel that much more. Yeah. That is yeah. that is legitimately a throwback to one quarter COVID period. <laughs> <laughs> It literally is. It's like, remember when uh, baseball came out and it was normal? Yeah. 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 Remember when we expected baseball to be normal? I remember. Yeah, it, I re- was, it was uh, odd. You know, here's the thing. I'll just say this is the last thing I'm going to say before we wrap it up. But the thing that I, I, I do find kind of odd is people keep saying, we're six months into this. We're not six months into this. We are legitimately now. We are we are nine months ten. into this. Nine, ten months into nine this. to ten. I think it's ten. And, but I keep hearing people say, you know, it's been six months. This, this we've been, had the disease. Why do they keep moving the date? Six months ago would have yeah. been April. You know, we're now in October. This started January twenty 
fourth or whatever was the first time the president denied it or or basically said that you know it was one one person coming over from china and that was that was you know well it it's <laughs> it's so funny uh, if you haven't seen the south park special on it i haven't watched it yet I, if you're I, easily offended don't watch it no. it's so it's it blew my mind i i didn't expect it to be so one controversial and two just hilarious um it was but <laughs> the way i counted is gabrielle and i were supposed to get married in april right and then i think it was the very beginning of april we found out we were pregnant and that right before the what right after the wedding was canceled we found out we were pregnant we we're like no shit like all right so now this month, October, we're having a baby. Right. This month, she will be here, period. Right. Yeah. yeah there's no <laughs> so pushing that date back. I'm just back. going like, no, your life's weird. No, it's all weird. I'm just, I proposed, got a car, the plague happened, baby, <laughs> it's starting. And so it's been really, really weird for me. I'm just going to throw that out there. Currently, the COVID uh, we period have a generation has maxed itself up. out. The, co- the COVID period has maxed its time frame out from to about nine months now so we're we're nine nine almost ten months yeah. into this covid period and when all this is over into it when all of this is over i i am only going to refer to it as the covid period because i don't i i, <laughs> I don't i i think that there's gonna be so many discrepancies as far as like when the date started or when the actual people started actually getting sick or when things got bad or when things got better and we got worse again and whatnot it's all just going to be encompassing into one COVID period. And then the next pandemic will be the next COVID period. (laughs) God forbid. The bloody sneeze. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this uh, All all About Nothing podcast. Zach King with us. Uh, Trent Clark was here. Uh, Did have to run off, but uh, do appreciate him for joining us for as long as he could. And we hope and pray that uh, everything is okay with him and his family. Um, just, uh, want to make sure, back. yeah, he'll be back. Just want to make sure that, uh, if, uh, if you haven't already, uh, that, um, you do make sure to uh, either head over to our webpage or get us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Um, get us your leave it in 2020. We have, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. We have 11 entries so far into the leave it in 2020 that we will, uh, we will be, putting those out as we get, uh, I guess in our last episode of the year. Um, so just Ooh. make sure yeah. we got to get Justin's leave it for 2020. I'll text him and see what his is. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, make sure the, that... the no, the no live shows. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, make sure that, um, yeah, like I said, the list is growing. So make sure that, uh, you can either call us and leave us a message. 803-672-0533. Uh, or you can email us at the show at theallaboutnothing.com. The website, again, theallaboutnothing.com. Um, and we'll put more details. You can find details on the website for all of our shows, all of the platforms you can listen to us on. Please make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, all of that. Uh, Zach King, Barrett Gruber, and for Trent Clark, we will be back next week. You all have a terrific week. We will talk to you then. Have a week.
The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.